Hello, boys, girls, and NBs. Have you ever thought about making your own podcast? Well, Anchor makes it so easy, even us three figured it out. Here's a few reasons why you should start today and to do it with Anchor. First off, it's free. Anchor also has creation tools, making it easy to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or a computer. I just love that Anchor distributes our podcast for us. So we just upload it to Anchor and they put it on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. It's just so easy. And guess what? You can make money from Anchor with no minimum listenership. Get that cash flow with zero listeners. Boo. It has everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. Intro moments can be back. What does that mean? Remember way back when, when we would do a little tidbit before the pod started and then intro song? Oh, my nuts are all the way out kind of deal. We Mm. stopped when we went to video because we didn't know how to video edit. Now you know how to video edit? No. No, we know how to, well, yeah, no, not really, but. You ready to hear about my trip since you haven't asked yet? I said, how was your trip yesterday? He said, it was good. Yeah, but now we're recording. So I can talk shit about Christian because he made me mad. Is this the intro moment? I don't know. Do you want it to be? Hello, boys, girls, and NBs, and welcome back to the judgiest place on the internet. My name is Josh. My name is Rick. And my name is Christian. And we are the, the Judges. Hopefully, with slightly better lighting. By episode 78, we'll have perfected our lighting. <laughs> yeah. We'll have figured out the lighting game. It shouldn't be, yeah, too hard. I would say about, yeah, nine episodes. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Episodes, yeah. You guys have to understand... We're all dumb, and we're all trying to do this by ourselves. Yeah. And our only experience is none. <laughs> it's absolutely The last none. 68 episodes. It's uh, reading Reddit reviews on $800 equipment and going, we can probably do that with a $20 ring light, right? Yeah, that's... <laughs> we, we really undershot our budget. But now, we said fudge it, and we upgraded. So I hope you guys <sighs> like it. And speaking of reviews, Erica, you want to hop into some freaky fresh reviews? I do. This one is called Christian is Hot. I like it already. Five stars from William Joseph Harrington. I absolutely love this podcast. Every new episode drop is the highlight of my week. The sarcastic humor is right up my alley, and I can definitely tell that these three are really good friends off the show as they genuinely enjoy each other's company. I especially love Christian. And everything he contributes to the podcast. Everything. The entire podcast. Okay. <laughs> I am the show, guys. Uh-huh. The absolute bombshell of an Illinois 3 is not only insanely hot, but his inability to read complete sentences adds so many himbo bonus points in my book. I love. I also love his relationship with his partner. You can just tell how much they love each other. And they always riff off each other in the best way possible. His wife is on here too, and she's okay, I guess. But I'm mainly here for Christian and Josh, but mostly Christian. 10 out of 10 would recommend. I screenshotted this review, Erica, and sent it to Christian and said, I'm so pissed that he got himboification 
before I did. <laughs> it makes sense. Yes. He fits the himbo mold yeah, entirely. But I'm still upset about it. Yeah, you're just mad because me and Hassan are closer to being friends than you and Hassan are. Yeah, yeah, yeah obviously. I feel like I'm really far away from you. Yeah, well, we're on a couch meant for three people. <laughs> right there, bro. How do you think I feel, Erica? Christian and I have been legally separated. Come sit with us. Just record all on that side. Sure. I mean, that's how we did it before. Yeah. And that was great. Didn't nobody talked over anybody. You think that's going to stop now that we're facing each other instead of in a line? I really do. I mean, maybe. No way. Anyway, next. You tried to talk I over tried. Her. I tried. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, why is she so angry? And then I realized it was a bit. Christian, get into your review, man. Here's my review. Um, I don't see who it's from because they sent me a screenshot. But I know this review is from South Africa, guys. Uh, title. Love this. And then a flower emoji. I love listening to Reddit podcasts. And you fit right in. I don't know if you knew, but you now have a fan in South Africa. Me. I'm that fan. Thanks. It's winter here, and I'm struggling with the pain of my incurable chillblains and illness, and you guys are really bringing light to my days. Love y'all. Also, if you're interested in what chillblains is, Mm -hmm. it's similar to Frostnip, except it's genetic. My flare-ups are in winter. It's also known as winter fingers, if you want to Google that. No, I'm all right, man. Here's the thing. I also don't know what frost nip is. So I assume like frostbite. Okay. Or it's like when you go outside and you're running and you bleed your nipples thin from running. Frost nip. You, you bleed your nipples. You know, like how runners have to put pasties, <gasps> pasties on, on their nipples. Okay. Yeah. So you that just don't awful. do that, and that's frost nip to me. Okay. That's why I don't run. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good point. That's a good reason. Mm-hmm. All right, and the last review, guys, is from me. Apple Podcast review. From Great Britain, mm. from Cascara N64. So I said in the title, beware if you laugh out loud. I love listening to these two bedwetters just waiting for Rick to do it. From Scotland. P.S. If you read this out, don't do the accent. So uh, does it say that? Do we yeah. want to do that from the top? Though, uh, no, because okay, fine. Fuck you, Scotland <laughs> specifically. Yikes. Uh, we are doing a. I don't know if you can say that. Yeah. Keep your eyes out. We might be on a podcast hosted from somebody in Scotland. Are they from Scotland? Yeah. Oh. Edinburgh. Oh. Someone did their research. A little bit. But guys, we don't just do our research on this podcast. We also podcast on this podcast. And what that entails is us reading stories online and then laughing at them and then judging the people in them. And sometimes... Sometimes... Sometimes I do that, but now I, I wasn't ready, and now I gotta find them. <laughs> Whoopsies! All right, oh, classic. Erica. Fuck vamp, vamp, vamp. <laughs> this one is for all of our TikTok comments. Oh, not all of them because there's only a select few. But like, but we also have a new subreddit. Wow! Whoop! First whoop of the new stoop. The cleanest whoop we've ever done. Whoop! You guys want to guess what subreddit it's from? R slash lipstick. Um, R slash. That's a good guess. You do get a lot of comments about TikTok? your lipstick. No. <laughs> TikTok cringe. No. It is from R slash D and D. Wow. Okay. 
We get a lot of comments on our videos about D&D, which I think we're going to have to move our, your D&D books up here yeah, because people are gonna be get mad. more comments. Yeah. We all, I also saw a review asking us if we play D&D, which yes, we do, and who the DM is if it's Josh or Christian, which I take offense to because I could DM if I wanted to. Girls can DM too. I take offense because I can't DM. <laughs> I can't read and I also can't improv, so it'd be real rough for me guys and when it was just the three of us josh was our dm um but we found someone else we found someone else to be much for better us. he's pretty great all right so the title of this are we, are we reading titles we are reading titles. titles okay did i derail my campaign so we just had the fifth session of our regular D campaign a few hours ago and the final 40 minutes took a sharp turn off from where it appeared the story was heading Essentially, all of our characters were attending a school for heroing, and my character went to the school with an ulterior motive, to find someone who was connected to the death of his family, who my character blames himself for. One of our field trips slash missions, we discovered that one of the professors was in on a dangerous plot to bring back something dangerous. <laughs> and told us that if we told the headmaster of what she was doing, she would kill us all. Ooh. My character morally disagreed with what she was up to and was hoping to trade favors with the headmaster. However, he was conflicted on whether or not to tell the headmaster what she had been up to. So I rolled the dice. Anything above a 10, I would tell the headmaster. Anything below, and I wouldn't. I also weighed the options and figured that gaining the headmaster as an ally would be beneficial. I rolled a 12, and I spilled the beans. We were then all arrested, stripped of our useful belongings, and cast out into the middle of the wilderness. Both I, as a player, and my character feel really bad about this situation. My, should. my DM went as far as to say, sorry, my DM went as far as to tell me I had derailed the campaign so hard that we were now set back by three sessions. Oh, and how, do you, would, how do you have it planned out that well in your head? <laughs> That's why you wouldn't be a good DM. That statement right there. <laughs> <laughs> And then it would take a lot of bending to get us back on track. The other characters are all rightfully pissed, but the players aren't really upset. In fact, we're all looking forward to where the story goes from here. Regardless, I feel like shit for my gambit, and I was wondering if this would be considered derailing and breaking the campaign, or just taking it in a new direction. Okay, no, this is fine. What happened is your DM is pissed because he didn't have anything prepared, yeah. and he doesn't know how to vamp. So he was upset. your DM is upset. They're like punishing you. Yeah. yeah. Because if the play, the most, the only rule, the only rule of Dungeons and Dragons, as far as I'm concerned, the band, not me, um, is to have fun. Yeah. And if the play, if the, one. if the players are pissed at you and they now have like, now your character has like a nice redemption arc where it's like, I have to win back the trust of the group because I thought I was being a good little snitch. It turns out you're a big old fat ass bitch. Mm -hmm. And so now your fucking party has to, have their trust regained like that's awesome your dm was just upset yeah there's no such thing as derailing a dm can a dnd campaign like I yeah i would agree with that because i was just thinking the r's where it's like i do a lot of dumb stuff that could probably derail it mm. i've done it a time or three mm. um, like kissing an incubus yeah christian's character of course making out with an incubus and dying uh many things losing my soul into a gem yes getting deck of many things in, into a gem um, i also feel like i don't remember 
we like took a vote or something. Your character demanded that we take a vote. Mm-hmm. And I was pissed. Yeah. And then when it was your turn to vote, you abstained. I abstained, yeah. Oh my gosh. <clears throat> my character was so fucking mad at you. Listen, Shebog is a dumb, dumb half orc. I know. <laughs> but and- I got, like, my character was so mad at Josh's character that our DM. Yes, the characters. <laughs> our DM messaged me or, like, texted me separately oh. and was like, are, are you okay? Well, yeah, are he. You, are you seriously mad at Josh? He like, messaged me no. too. It was like, "Are you guys doing okay?" I was like, "Yeah, we were just yelling at each other for fun." Like, yeah. <laughs> I like. We're leaving out a couple details. We're yelling at each other for fun. It took about forty-five minutes to settle the vote. It was Erica. It was I. It was um, Indonir, who's a mm-hmm. character that was related to Erica's character sideline or side quest stuff. Mm-hmm. Who she was trying to like give up part of her soul to like make him not sick anymore and i was like we shouldn't be making fucking deals with the devil like what the fuck no 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 the baba yaga is who we were making deals with okay? yeah 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 but yes get it right <laughs> this is enough D D, right let's go back to less rd okay <laughs> sorry back so, to the story the whole reason i picked this story was because a it was about D and a lot of people ask if we play and b it's kind of formed like am i the asshole so i was like this is combining our two worlds and i yeah. thought you guys would like it um i will say player you i think in your circumstance there you should have rolled a d4 instead of a d20 because you weighted yourself actually slightly higher towards telling the headmaster there unless that's what you wanted to do because there's mo- more numbers on 10 to 20 than there is on 1 to 9 so Keep that in mind. If you want it to be a true 50-50, either get a D2 or use your D4. That's just called the coin, right? Yeah, but it's also a D2. Okay. I th- I think the only thing that could possibly be <laughs> an issue here is, and there's not enough details, is if no, he's D2, like trying sorry. to if he's trying to make himself like kind of the main character of the story, like where mm. he's like, my character has this big elaborate yeah. backstory and everybody else is like, I'm just here to graduate superhero school or whatever yeah. it is. And he's like, no, I gotta I gotta uncover the secret cabal of evildoers in the school. Yeah, you definitely don't want to be like overtaking it and like um well it's what my character would do even though it made everybody else's time less fun. Yeah, Josh. <laughs> yeah. Maybe you should go back and listen to this next week and maybe just think about it. Never. I actually edit on mute. I just guess. <laughs> I guess where to cut. Fair enough. One of my favorite comments from this post is um, when it's my character would, sorry, when in parentheses or in quotes, it's what my character would do is used properly. Like, yeah, if it's what your character would do, then I think you're fine. Like, it's you're not kind yeah. of what do they call that metagaming? Yes. So and you put it up to you let the dice decide like. If anything, if the DM didn't want that outcome to happen, he could have railroaded it to be like, okay, the headmaster is about to tell you, but then they got pulled off by somebody else and said, I'll deal with you later. And then that gives him another session to like understand what's going to go on. Yeah. Like throw you in the, in the, in the detention dungeon or something. Well, that's the thing too. Like this DM got all pissed off because, oh, now you've derailed it. You're making this shit up. (laughs) Yeah. You literally could have been like, okay come to find out headmasters in on it too like you could have literally there's endless possibilities you could have said anything so i don't think it's this player's fault when it's the dm that's creating the world yeah yeah so uh player if you hear this send it to your dm let them know they're a piece of shit 
uh, learn how to maybe uh, roll with the punches a little better. Not be like, oh, you, you derailed my story. <laughs> All right. I also feel like you guys would like this one. This is from Malicious Compliance. I hate it already. I'm going to leave you a bad review on it. <laughs> hey, I'm one of the hosts, but let me tell you, one one story on one episode really makes me want to give us a one star. Are you sure you want me to take part in this go-kart <laughs> race? Sure thing, boss. <laughs> it's malicious compliance. It doesn't have the same title structures. No, no, no. I, I'm just confused at the setting here. You're trying to paint the picture. In what world do you need to like show up your boss at go-karting? I'm an F1 racer, but on the weekends I work at a go-kart track. This is Dale Earnhardt third, and I was <laughs> trying to sit out because I was too good at go-kart racing. A few years back, I started my first job as a mechanic and was informed of a mandatory monthly kart race in the local track which was promoted by my boss and owner of the company. Okay, this job fucking rules. Yeah. <laughs> you oh have God. to go have fun. At least once a month, you have to come have fun. He didn't care if you enjoyed it or not. He booked the time slot, and we all had to show up after working hours and paying our own ticket to drive. Okay, no, now I'm mad. It was supposed to be a team-building exercise, and I could see the boss really liked race cars through the various pictures and trophies in his office. During the week... In in anticipation to the event, boss would motivate slash participate in setting the mood for the upcoming race. It was the only topic that week, and I was told by colleagues that this was really important. I knew that on the evening of the race, I had to pick up my girlfriend, and that would clash with the race. So a couple of days before, I told my supervisor that I would not be attending the race. It was after hours and on my dime anyway, so I didn't think it would be a problem. Some 20 minutes later, I'm summoned to the boss's office and he's not looking happy. He tells me that the building that building the team spirit is one of his priorities and that I'm new here, so I was to give a lot of focus to this monthly event if I was to keep working here. Because it was part of the core culture of the company. Go-karts, that's in that's in our key statements of our company's values. They were a go-kart mechanic, to be fair. I really needed this job, so I just said, "Sure thing, boss." On the evening of the event, I drive the cart I drive to the cart track and upon arrival, I see my colleagues all in jeans and t-shirts and my boss in full ballerina attire. He had racing overalls, racing boots, gloves and even a custom helmet. It dawned on me the reason for the event and why so much attention was given to it. Is in ballerina attire a phrase? <laughs> I, I guess. If the tutu fits, if you know what I mean. <laughs> I, I, I would also be fun as like two separate thoughts of in ballerina, attire. Cart <laughs> <laughs> racing was clearly his thing. With about 15 racers, I asked to start dead last. Boss man listens to me taking it, talking and intervenes in front of everyone that we were there to race and not to just drive around slowly. Up until that point, I wasn't really paying much attention, but I decided to comply and show how much the core corporate culture was important to me. Starting from last, I proceeded to overtake all the other carts, including Bossman on the outside of a fast corner. Uh, in parentheses, overtaking on the outside is often seen as a bold, arrogant move. <laughs> we know. You don't need to mansplain go-karting to us. <laughs> Duh. After just a few more laps... I reached him again, and as I was about to lap him, he went into the pits and stepped out. I duly won the race, and as I left the track into the bar, the real team-building event, someone tells me that the boss had left. 
at the bar, the topic of the evening how was how I had outraced everyone and how the boss, who had won all races since ever, was livid with my performance. Too bad for him. I guess I forgot to add my res- add to my resume that I had raced carts competitively as a kid. So I knew <laughs> what I was on. doing and shattered his Ricky Bobby dreams. <laughs> After that, I was always courteous, courteously invited, but never again required to show up to his events. <laughs> I went a few times, but arrived late on purpose, so I would just take part on the bar thing and not the race. <sighs> you just holding the fact that you're a multi-time champion kid go-karter. Mm-hmm. Child prodigy of go-karts. I, I refuse to believe that somebody that was a child prodigy of go-karts doesn't only talk about that. You know what I mean? Like, he, There's no way that wasn't the first thing in the interview. Like, hi, I'm Todd Haley. I raced go-karts as a kid. I need to get that off my chest. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, especially when you're applying for like a mechanic position. How, how is there at no point in that interview being like, oh, and by the way, uh, every month we go go-karting. I'm like, oh, no way. I used to do that all the time. Yeah. <laughs> Insane. Sure. Do you think it was a conscious decision not to bring his entire ballerina attire? <laughs> well, considering he was this prodigy as a child, I don't think it fits anymore. Uh, it still does. He's a tiny man like Joshua. <laughs> he's actually gotten smaller as he's grown in a way a real benjamin button he uh uh the saddest story ever told baby driver's shoes never worn <laughs> oh no they just the go-kart closed down i mean that's not too surprising like how many go-kart <laughs> facilities do you know that are that aren't at, at uh wisconsin dells none yeah <laughs> none that are in operation i was somewhere on a trip i can't remember where and there's a go-kart thing there. And we we're like, oh, cool, let's go. And it was closed due to COVID. And I was like, that makes no sense. <laughs> All right. You ready for another one? I actually think, I think I'm more of a slide car guy. Oh, wait. No, that's not go-karts, is it? Is, you what's the really, bumper cars? What's the really fast go-karts? There's like a specific brand of go-karts that are just like. Gone carts? Oh, yeah. That's actually it. <laughs> it it's not important. What are you talking about? I have to about? Google it. There's like, like professional goat carts are like a whole different tier where it's like called something else but i can't remember what it's called right now like when they race on the outside of the tracks are all tires exactly yeah have you ever driven a go-kart yes you can fit in a go-kart yeah that's pretty crazy you're just so like legitimately you're so tall that kind of surprises me that's like a short man's game that's like when when i go to the the roller coaster theme park like you guys get the coasters and i get the go-karts <laughs> The I, I stick the goat carts and tea, the tea uh, rides, all right? That's my thing. Teacups? I mean... <laughs> you don't, there's no height requirement on a teacup. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he does look like a clown in a clown car when, when he's on a go-kart. He's it's just like hard huge. Knees are up by You're his shoulders. You're Donkey Kong in Mario It's, it's hard 64. on the hip flexors, all right? I will, I will say that. It's hard on the hip flexors. I start cramping. You look like Eggman and fucking Sonic Racing. <laughs> All right, are we moving on? Son of a bitch. Mm-hmm. We're moving on to Am I the Asshole. I don't think we can go a whole episode without it. No, not anymore. I mean, except the Halloween episode coming up, guys, soon on the 25th of yep. October. Every year, we get drunk. We do a power hour, read scary stories. Get ready for it. It's going to be real spoopy. Except for Ricky's not drinking this year. All right. Halloween. Am I- guys. Does that count as an interruption if it's a burp? Yes. 
because he followed it up with guys. It was, hey, I said guys in the burp, all right? It wasn't a burp and then guys. Am I the asshole for making my daughter cover up at home? Yeah. Background info. I, 58 female, have a daughter, 22 female. I am very anti-tattoo, and my daughter is very aware of this. <laughs> my expectations were so Being, low. Like, naked, and, and they've just gotten like, worse. Can you cover your tattoo, please? When she left to go to college, I told her that as long as I was paying for her school, she was not allowed to get a tattoo. This dude fucking sucks. Woman. This woman fucking sucks. Since I was paying for her undergrad, she followed my rules. When she was getting ready to start grad school about one and a half years ago, which she was paying for, she apparently went out and got a tattoo of a butterfly on her shoulder that's about the size of my fist. I don't know. I didn't know about it until about six months ago when she finally mentioned it. I absolutely hate it. I think it's ugly and gross. I know it's the size of my fist because I keep punching her in it. (laughs) Hey, come on. No. The current situation. My daughter is moving back in with me and my mother to complete her internship that is required for her master's degree. I told her that when she's in this house, she has to wear clothing that covers the tattoo because I don't want to see it. She says that's not fair because it's very hot where we live and she likes to wear tank tops and stuff. I say it's my house, so it's my rules, and she is welcome to find another living arrangement if she doesn't like it. I know that she cannot find other arrangements because the inter- internship is unpaid, so she has no except no option except living with me for free. So you're a bad person. Yeah. My mother doesn't like tattoos either, but she hasn't said anything about this situation except to say she is staying out of it. I think I might be the asshole because she is an adult who can make her own choices, but I cannot stand the tattoo and am so disappointed that she made the choice to get one. So am I the asshole? How often are you seeing someone's shoulder? Mm. I thought it would be one thing if it was like a face, neck. I mean, it's still fucking absurd. Like if it's like face, neck, arm, like something where you'd see it every day. I mean, she kind of made it sound like they're going to see it pretty often since it's hot and she wears tank tops all the time. But Oh, oops. Maybe open your ears. I just don't look at... Says the deaf one. What's that? I just don't look at girls' shoulders. That's cheating to me. I yeah, I agree with that, Josh. I was the one who invented this the tank top rules for high schools, for dress codes. Cause... We can't be friends anymore. <laughs> That's the straw. That's the, of all the shitty things you've done, Joshua. Of all of them. That's the that's the last one. Um, especially as innocuous as a fucking butterfly. Yeah, yeah. it's not like it's offensive. Well, that's what I was gonna say. Like. Actually, knowing you know what, I'm on the mom's side. Like, if it was a badass tattoo, yeah, it's too. Then it makes sense. But this is like a fucking lame butterfly, real original, Kathy. It's too cliche. She's 22. Maybe a little, little bigger imagination there. Maybe reach for the stars, and get a star. How about (laughs) get a star? Her body and her choice, what she does with it. It is really, really, really funny how they're like. I know I'm forcing her to be homeless because I won't let her stay in my in her own mother's house for free because she got a skin ink. But also, yeah, <laughs> like you shouldn't be able to say that sentence of like, am I the asshole for forcing my daughter to be homeless or live with me? Ooh, speaking of tattoos, our friend. OK, did you see this on no. Facebook? No, I didn't put it on Facebook. <laughs> I'm your guys' only friend, friend. Joshua. Guys, That's Instagram true. and Facebook almost got deleted today. Today yeah. is the day that Facebook almost got taken down from the inside. I would have been pretty sad. I uh I had a pretty freaking fire 
thumbnail for this week's episode or Instagram oh, post yeah. for this week's episode. It was solid. Okay, so our friend from college, um, I'm not going to say her name in case she's like, why did you do this? Stephanie. It's not Stephanie. Patricia. I don't even know a Patricia. Would you quit interrupting me? So she posts on Facebook. I'm going to read what she posted, and then she posted screenshots of... Um, oh, shit, I lost it. Uh, she posted screenshots of the emails that she sent back and forth to her tattoo artist. Ah, I remember now. Okay. I was going to say, how did you not see this? Taddy. <laughs> Taddy. Boo. That's what we call her. <laughs> Listen. All right. She says, I've been working on my tattoo sleeve for well over a year now with little progress. I've had three-fourths of my last appointments canceled due to various situations on the airport part, not mine. So three out of four. I've been very patient and haven't said anything until recently, and I was just wondering if this is how all tattoo artists respond. <laughs> As most of you know, I have some tattoos. I do not think they're silly skin pictures. They're intricate works of art that take time, skill, and energy to accomplish. I've been super respectful and I'm wondering why this is why this was this artist's response. Just a heads up, I treat Starbucks employees with just as much respect as any other public service worker. I'm just genuinely confused by this reaction. Does your friend suck? I feel like this wording is very bad. Well, she's like she's referencing stuff that's gonna be brought up here. Ah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. So the tattoo artist says, hey, my schedule is booked through the rest of the year. I have some two hour spots left, 10 a.m. to noon, but I wouldn't be able to start anything big there. I just save those for small stuff on, stuff on days that I can handle adding more work. Sorry for the inconveniences. Once I start on January, I'll make a post. She replies with, just wanted to touch base with you. My training um, in another city ends on October 11th and I'll be back in home city. I'm still not sure when I'll be back in Artist's City full time. I was wondering what your end of October was looking like or even the beginning of November. No response, right? So then she replies again, hey, I understand that life happens and feel as though I've been pretty patient. However, three out of the last four appointments I've had with you have been canceled on your part, one of which I specifically flew back to your city for. Like I said, I understand that stuff happens. Our original date for this to get started was last year, and I assumed this tattoo would be finished by now, and now it's going to be another three months before we can even get started on the second session. I love the work you do and the quality of your tattoos, and I definitely don't want to give up on this leave, but wanted to voice my frustrations before scheduling another appointment. This is where it gets shitty? This is where it gets shitty. This is the artist's reply to that. Okay. There really is no complaint department in this, and I've got plenty of clients that don't feel the need to make a big deal out of stupid little skin pictures. Whoa. Tattoo is calling them skin pictures. That's Tattoo crazy. Artist. I don't see the purpose in this, and I'm not sure what you expect. For me to sacrifice my quality of life and overload myself and be expected to perform quality work? Beyond the efforts I've made with you, you declined to reschedule last I offered. No thanks. Me and many clients are perfectly okay with what works for me. Cancellations have come up due to COVID-19, as you may have heard of it, <laughs> and personal medical reasons. I understand that to most people, I'm not a person, more just a personal imaging service, but I regret to inform you that I come first in this. I offered you some options, the best I can do for now. As you remember, the style you're wanting requires nearly a full day. 
I've got the world's leading scientists working around the clock to add more hours in the day. Until then, good luck finding someone that's happy to sit and tattoo someone for six hours after being treated like a Starbucks employee. What a piece of shit. <laughs> like, are you fucking kidding me? At least a Starbucks employee puts ink on your fucking cup every once in a yeah. while. <laughs> for real. Insane. So there's a ton of comments, uh, mostly people being like, no, this is not, you know, typical behavior for a tattoo artist. And Name and shame. I, saw I was going to say, that. Oh, I forgot you read it. I was like, oh, that's like four of the comments were name and shame. Like she didn't share the name, but yeah, she, the people she, want her to. Yeah. yeah. She ended up sharing the name later because so many people were asking about it. And she was mostly just like, I don't want to share it because if I do decide to continue working with this guy, like that's mm-hmm. all. I mean, our relationship is clearly already strained, mm-hmm. but she yeah, did. And she was like, yeah, I'm not uh I don't think what, I'd be going back. What's crazy is that his store is called Silly Little Ink Pictures. So <laughs> he, he was actually just referencing his own work. Yeah, I got a couple two-hour slots open if you want to come in and pick out which silly little ink picture you want. <laughs> I just can't believe, like, she's she's effectively communicating, which yeah. you know I'm all about. Yeah. And trying to be professional about this, like, you're not holding up your end of this deal, buddy. Yeah. And... Well, especially because she already had one session. So now she has an unfinished tattoo. Yeah. And it's just like, you just have to deal with that until they and decide they're... it's already been a year. Luckily, Good. I'd say luckily it's at least part of a sleeve. Yeah. So hopefully it kind of like doesn't look that bad by itself on there. But yeah. Erica, would you get communication in Old English tattooed across your chest? No. Like just right really? here below the collarbone? <laughs> no. No, I would not. What about like Kami for short for communication? <laughs> I might consider that one. <laughs> Com- communication is too long. I get it. That way you yeah. can that way you can wear a, a nice drooping neckline and you can get the whole thing in there. A drooping neckline. What's what it would called? You call it scoop. Yeah, it's called a scoop neck. Duh, Josh! You fucking idiot! You fucking dumb baby! Isn't the scoop neck what the Kamis took to uh, the moon the first time? The Sputnik? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, don't bleep that out. The what? I, oh, I said the hard C on commies. Yeah. Yeah. Um, are we about to get to a break? No. I could take a break. No, you guys suck, so okay. we're gonna just wow. go the whole episode. Well <laughs> actually we're we kind of can yeah. need That's to take a thing. break. That's fine. We can take a break. Erica throw us to a break then. Okay, bye. <laughs> Is that what you wanted? Sure. <laughs> Guys, where you're betting is just as important as who you are betting on. That's why I always tell people to put your money down at MyBookie. Erica, tell them why they should get into the action. Well, the Arizona Cardinals may have come out to a hot start. The Chiefs have as many losses as they did last year. And with all the overs hitting in the dying seconds of a game, there's never been a better time to get in on the action. Christian, what do you think they should do? Well, thankfully... My bookie's lock of the season has returned for the Las Vegas Seattle NHL opening night game. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. 
Go to your happy price, price line. And when either team scores in the game, you win. You heard right. When the lamp lights red, you get the bread. So guys, take the easy win. Pat yourself on the back and use your winnings towards your NFL picks for week six, which includes a battle between two potential Super Bowl contenders when the Cardinals meet Christian and Erica's favorite team, the Browns. Yay, go, go Browns. Browns. So guys, don't miss out on a winning season. Head to my bookie and use my promo code JUDGIES, that's J-U-D-G-I-E-S, and you'll get double your first deposit. That's promo code JUDGIES, so you can double your funds to double your winnings. Guys, take it out of here. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with my bookie. Thanks, Christian and Erica. And thank you, my bookie. You're that mad at me burping? No, she's mad at you about what the circle jerk is about to be. And welcome back to this side of the break. And we're back. For you guys, that was two minutes. For us, it was seven years. (laughs) So we're old now. I'm 24. So you really are Benjamin Buttoning? (laughs) No. (laughs) Erica, get us into a circle jerk. What are we going to jerk around this circle for? Okay. So like... I don't know if you know this, but the last week I have been on a road trip out west with my college roommate. Okay? We had a great time. Fantastic. Living it up, baby. It started out really rocky. Ah, very good. Because you're, you're in the Rocky Mountains. Oh, I was going to tell you my grandma died, but like... <laughs> Come on. <laughs> I'm sorry to hear that, Erica. Thank you. Um... So when we landed, my mom called me immediately and was like, hey, grandma died while you were on the flight. And I was like, that fucking sucks. That's real awful. So I cried next to some stranger. Um, so anyway. Did they, try to, <laughs> did they try to console you at all? No, or she wouldn't like, look at me. I wouldn't either. I like wouldn't. on the plane? Yeah. Like, oh, like you were on the tarmac still? Yeah, we hadn't even started like <sighs> onboarding or mm. unloading or whatever. And um well, you had started unloading, to be fair. Did, yeah. Did you get a call or a text that it happened? My like, mom called me. I texted my mom okay. and said, I landed. I went, okay. And she was, immediately called me. I was like, what a perfectly timed call. Like, unfortunately timed call, but perfectly for you just landed. And she's like, oh, wow. Yeah. Um. So that happened. And then we had our trip, whatever. We went to like seven different states in seven days. We went to a bunch of national parks, national forests. It was gorgeous. Everybody go out west. Um, It was really cool. And then our what, last... What was your favorite view? Grand Tetons. Grand Tetons National Park is just indescribable. In it's Utah, so beautiful. Right? No, Grand Tetons is in Wyoming. Ah. Yeah. Very beautiful. <clears throat> Highly recommend. Like all the other stuff, I'm glad I got to see it like once in my life or whatever. We did Yellowstone and Arches and Canyonlands um, and, and Devil's Tower, but like... You saw Devil's Tower? Mm-hmm. I still really... I haven't been to the Tetons, but Devil's Tower is just so cool to me. Yeah, I I just feel like nothing compares to Tetons. Yeah. I mean, it's not like Devil's Tower is beautiful. It's just fucking insane. Yeah, it's super weird. You're just like, what? (laughs) What the fuck? (laughs) Yeah. Anyway, so our last day was about a six-hour drive from the Badlands back to Denver so that we could fly home. Um, And about 30 minutes away from the airport, we got a text message that our flight was canceled. And I was Mm -hmm. like, "Mm, the fuck are we going to do? I've already been gone for seven days i'm ready to come home so we get to the airport we turn in our rental car we're talking to the ticket people and we were just like wait why first of all he was like i don't know 
great. That's no, that's a good enough reason, I think. Cool. Um, and so we're trying like, okay, can we fly to O'Hare? Can we fly to Milwaukee, Indianapolis, like Cedar Rapids, like anything remotely close to Illinois, Rockford, Peoria, Bloomington, like literally anything. He's like, the closest I can get you is St. Louis. It's like, all right, well, that's, you know, 10 hours closer than where I currently am. Yeah. So I call Christian and I say, hey, can you pick us up in St. Louis tonight? Otherwise, I have to find somewhere to stay in Denver tonight and we can't fly back until tomorrow. And now, Eric, I do need to preface that I am going to put bros over hoes in this situation. I fucking hate you. And you guys are both my bros. Respect, dude. So we'll see where I am. I've only heard one side of the story. His side, I'm assuming? No. This side. (laughs) Yeah, of course. The right Mm -hmm. side. Incorrect. So he's like, no, I don't want to. He's like, "Ah, mm, ah, I don't really. I didn't have it in my mind that I was driving to St. Louis tonight. Which is a long drive. Yes. Four and a half hours. Yes. Uh Uh-huh. However, it's an 18-hour drive to Denver, so. Yeah. 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 And I'm wanting, I want to go home. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. So he said no, and I was like, okay, fine, whatever, I'll figure it out. And he kept saying, like, trying to talk to me. I'm like, I got to go. There's a line. There's people. I got to go. Hang up on him. And then he immediately texted me, well, if you, if you want, I, I guess I can. Bitch, it's too late. <laughs> it's too late, Christian. It's too late. You tried to apologize. It's too late. Yeah. If you were going to give me a ride, you should have told me right then and there when I was booking the tickets. Because now you don't have it in your mind that you're going to be driven home from St. Louis. I didn't know she was Lewis. literally booking the ticket at that moment. I thought she was talking to the guy about now, the Now, I do need to preface, this is not a marriage counseling episode. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Save that for next week. Anyway. He says no. We ended up getting booked on separate flights. Mm -hmm. So I, my flight left at six fifty in the morning. Yeah. And I had a layover, connecting flight, whatever, in Minneapolis, Minnesota. Yeah. How long? Oh, I it was pretty quick. Oh, nice. I was only in Minneapolis airport for maybe fifteen minutes. How was it? It was really nice. Hmm. It is a very nice airport. Was that a state that you hadn't visited on your trip? Correct. So but, you kind of hit eight and eight. Mm, sounds like Christian did you a favor. Fuck off. I've already, <laughs> I've already been to Minnesota. Fuck. So God it really would have benefited Sydney because well, then you should she have made her go. <laughs> she could have scratched that right off her board. <laughs> I don't think airports count for visiting a state. No, they don't. It was a very nice airport though. However, I get on the plane, crying babies everywhere. It was very upsetting, and I didn't have my music downloaded. Hmm. Rookie mistake. How long of a flight is that? Can't be that long. Two hours. Minutes. The one to Minnesota or the one from Minnesota to. Yeah, what are you asking? Minnesota to Chicago. Oh, it wasn't Fucking super long. 40. You feel you hit the apex and then you're already descending. That makes yeah. sense. It was pretty quick. But it's the besides the point. It's the principle. It's the principle of the matter. I was gone for seven days. Mm-hmm. I want to see my husband, yeah. who I miss dearly and I love dearly. Mm-hmm. And he says, mm, no. To be fair, he was I'm hanging not out done. with oh well. <laughs> he was hanging out with me that night. That makes it worse. We weren't hanging out, we were doing work. Still not okay. We had work to do. Because I, first of all, want you all to know that if Christian asked me to drive to Timbuktu to pick him up, I would drop everything I was doing because that's my husband and I love him and I would do anything for him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. But I'm over it. Yeah. It sounds over it. It sounds like you're over it. Mm-hmm. 
so I'm in the doghouse, but I'll give you the doghouse perspective here. Uh, I get a call at 5.30 being told, hey, can you pick me up in St. Louis at 12.30 tonight? And, uh, hey, I know you're going on a camping trip tomorrow, but will you please drive nine hours to pick me up? That is a relatively important factor here. There was already things in my head. So, you know, my brain works. I, if I have a schedule in my head, it's like, please, we got to stick to the schedule. Mm-hmm. You give me, literally, you say, this is the option. And I go, mm, and you go, I guess it's fine then. And then you hang up on me, basically. Oh, that is not how that happened. Guys, who's in the wrong here? And tell us, us why know. it's Christian. Yeah, Christian's in the wrong. I should have, I apologize immediately. Yes, you did. If you would have gave me time to like think about it. There more was than, no time. Yeah, well, if you would have gave me time, you know, I can't improv. There was no time. <laughs> hey, and guess who got home safely? Yes, 12 hours later than I should have. At noon? Yeah. Well, because your original flight was out, was coming, oh, into Chicago at midnight. Mm-hmm. That's right. Yeah. But yeah. Everything went fine. I had a great time. So the trip started off really rocky. Ah, nice. And the Rockies. And then it <laughs> uh, ended really... Mid. <laughs> yeah. Out of the doghouse. That's how easy <laughs> it is, baby. Have I told this story on the podcast uh, real quick? I was in a relationship in college. Um and that's it. That's the story. <laughs> that's impressive. Uh, um, honestly, I was in the doghouse proverbially, and I said under my breath, "Man, I'm kind of jealous of Christian." And she said, "What? Did you just say you're jealous of Christian?" And I was like, "Yeah." And then she said, "Why?" And I was like, "Because when he's in the doghouse, he's out in like two fucking minutes." <laughs> 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 like, I cannot stay mad at Christian. It's very true. And it's also very frustrating. <laughs> Let's look at him. How can you not? You have charm about me. I don't know what to say. He really does. Every time <laughs> I'm mad, he does something cute. And I'm just like, all right, I love you. God damn it. <laughs> Did I do that? All right. What's the next one, Richard? What do we got for oh. us? Very insightful, Circle Jurge. Mm-hmm. A little peek behind the curtains here. Was the trip good otherwise, though? Yeah, it was gorgeous. Was Old Faithful underwhelming? Yes. Yeah, and but it smells like fucking shit because all, all the sulfur vents. All Old Faithful didn't smell that bad, but yeah, we yeah. went to, um, it was called Biscuit Basin. Oh, it sounds like it's bad. It was very yeasty smelling. Like, you know, oh. in, you know, in um, biology, like labs, yeah. they've got those beakers of like a yeasty bacterial yeah. nastiness that they yeah. ferment. Yeah. That's what it smelled like. Yeah. And it was very windy. It did was you, blowing did, all that. Did you go to the sulfur vents? They're no. at the same park. It's just straight sulfur vents. Yeah, no. Just I mean, smells like fucking asshole. There's vents literally all over the place. Like yeah. Yellowstone is... It's awesome, am I right? So it's like the air conditioning pretty good around there then? Or what? Did you see any like meese or bison? Yes. I saw um, our first morning in Tetons. We were driving like to the visitor parking lot thing. And we saw mama moose and a little baby moose That's crossing really the road. Adorable. And then like maybe four miles up the road there was an elk hmm. wow. a little herd of elk that's um, pretty cool did you have like a bison burger or anything no we honestly didn't go out to eat very much we mostly um because we camped in our car in our rental car and we just like cooked hot dogs over the fire and had s'mores and ham sandwiches and stuff where'd you guys like shower and stuff <laughs> we did Okay, that's uh, that's what I was gonna ask. We did. Oh, I... what? That's why he didn't want to pick you up. 
I mean, that's Can fair. smell you from Chicago. Stank no. ass. So our first night we stayed at our friend's house in um, like the edge of Colorado. The second night we stayed at a hotel outside of Salt Lake City. Then we camped in our car for three nights with an ocean shower. We did shower at the hotel. Um, <laughs> we did. It was there, but we didn't want it. We wanted to keep the stink. <laughs> it, I mean, for an authentic road trip, really, you got to stew in it. Um, to see an elk, you got to smell like an elk. Yeah, and then that makes sense. we stayed in one more hotel on when we were in Montana. We stayed in Billings, Montana. Mm. And that's the only night that we went out to eat was in Billings. Wow. The rest of the night was just like sandwiches and junk food. Cool. Yeah. It was a really, really great trip. You know, minus my grandma dying and Christian being an asshole. Yeah. Well, you can't control either of those things. So Correct. True. You can't be too upset about it. Yeah. It was a great trip otherwise. Highly recommend going out west. It's beautiful. It's really beautiful. Idaho. Especially living in Illinois your whole life. <laughs> yeah. Idaho was surprisingly gorgeous. Just so everybody hmm. knows. Um, you know, Illinois fucking sucks. Because when whenever I go to Wisconsin, I'm like, this is the most beautiful state in the world. <laughs> <laughs> like, Wisconsin's so beautiful. <laughs> Buddy, you got to go to Wyoming. Yeah, I've been to Wyoming. Oh, oh yeah. You've been to Devil's yeah. Tower and you were talking about yeah. Wilson. But did you go to Tetons? No, we didn't. Yeah. Okay, well, you need to yeah, go to Tetons. Josh, so. I agree. Tons. Well, I'm down to go again. It sounds grand. Um, <laughs> I love a good national park joke. Well, I've been, I just said, oh my, I can get out of your story, Erica. <laughs> All right. I have a listener submission. Okay. Can okay. I play the listener submission sound? No, we're not doing that anymore. Well, we are now. <laughs> can I play it? Yeah. Congratulations, Josh and or Christian. Erica is officially sick of your shit. And you've just won a one-way ticket to the doghouse. Congratulations, gentlemen, and thank you for playing. Now get in. Up next, when we come back from the break, we'll hear a few paragraphs from our listeners. That was brilliant. I was just... The only reason why I was letting that stew was because I knew I had that in the back pocket. Fantastic submission. I yes, think you put more it. work into that than we've ever put into an episode, so congratulations. I mean, speak for yourself, but that's fine. <laughs> well, I've listened to your episodes. But uh, I'm really upset with this podcast manifesting things, yes. except us making money. Listen, okay, can we have a running list here? Um Okay, so I, I made fun of Christian for bringing his pants. I ripped my pants. I say that I don't drop my phone and break it. Next week, I drop my phone and break it. Um, make fun of me for peeing the bed. I make fun of you for peeing the bed. Then I piss the bed. <laughs> uh, and then we had, um, on the bonus episode, yes, um, I believe, Erica, you brought up about how you have a ton of grandmas still alive. And then the next week, it was just this week's episode <laughs> and then there was something else in the bonus episode oh christian and i both were bragging about how neither of our bosses know that or neither of our works know that our podcast our exists. podcast exists and then literally the next the week same day <laughs> the same our pod people at our both of our works found out about our podcast and like did i did i see you on tiktok do you have a podcast and then christian and i were talking about how we manifest things while we were working out and he go, and he said, "Oh, is so and so social media star still dating this other person?" And I said, "I think so." As soon as I drop him off, I open up my Twitter. First tweet I see: "Hey, just so you guys know, we broke up." I What's mean, next? None of that is worse than my grandma dying. So obviously, but well, yeah, but it's just there's so many. That's why I threw it in the middle to sort of, you know, 
make it less bad. Give it a sandwich so you sort of get a little bit of and uh, distractions on the end. All right, fair enough. But thank you for the listener submitted sounds. We're not going to manifest anything else negative. COVID twenty, get out of here. It can't be COVID twenty. Already in twenty twenty one. Joshua. So COVID twenty twenty one and COVID twenty two is yeah. probability. But we're not going to manifest anything like not not making money. <laughs> enough money to quit our jobs not not making that right and we're bankrupt insane this is a listener submission from instagram am i the asshole for getting a coworker fired this story happened four years ago so i will use the ages we all were at that time and then speak in present tense just very confusing <laughs> i think it's more confusing that they specified that. yeah you just could have just put in the ages all right, um, Josh and Christian, I need a name that starts with C, not Christian. Uh, Clara. Okay, Clara Fitz. I need a man's name that starts with S. Uh, let's say Scotty. Okay. And I think not I need... Not Scott, though. That's his dad, and he doesn't really like his dad that much. I think I need a uh, male's name that starts with N, as in Nancy. Uh, No. As in Scotty doesn't know. Nathan. No. Uh? <laughs> Noah. There we go. Scotty doesn't know. I, 24 female, work at a steakhouse as a bartender. My friend Clara, also 24 female, worked there as a server as well as her boyfriend named, what did we say the S was? Scotty. Scotty. Who was a 29 male. As a bartender, a great way to get tips was to flirt. It yeah. was a suburb of Dallas, so if people wanted to drink every day and not drive into Dallas, they would come to my location. There were many regulars, but one in particular was a baby boomer, a white man named Mark. He was known for leaving a $20 tip on one glass of wine. With me, though, he'd leave $100. <sighs> he came in every day. I flirted with him, asked him questions about life, climbed the stepladder in front of him to grab liquor so he'd have to look at my ass, but I never went on <laughs> dates with him, no matter how much he prompted. I didn't want lines to be crossed. One night while hanging out with my friend Clara, she said, can I ask you a question? Do you do sexual favors for Mark? Shocked that she would even think this, I said, no. Why would you even think that? She said, because... What did we say? Scotty. Because Scotty told me you did. I asked where he got that idea from, and he said, from the other bartender, Nathan. So I called Nathan, and he explained that he wasn't even talking to Scotty, but he was joking with a different bartender that I let Mark sniff it. Oh. Oh. <sighs> let him get a whiskey. This is how Nathan is, and I'm okay with these jokes because all the bartenders have a good bond and joke like this. Scotty was eavesdropping, and I think he wanted to spin it into something outside of a joke. So I approached Scotty at work the next day. I told him, firstly, I have never and would never do that because that would make me a prostitute. Secondly, she addresses that okay. at the end. Because I, too, was like, girl. Nothing wrong with sex work. Correct. Actually, we should legalize sex work. Story for another day. Uh, where was I at? Secondly, you should have come to me instead of spreading the rumor. Have you told anyone else besides Clara? He answered no. I said, okay, if you tell no one else, I will not pursue any action with this man with management. Hmm. I wonder if he told somebody else. <laughs> There's no way this will come back on me, he said. Fast forward three months. Whoa. It's... Are you good? Yeah, that was just a long period. 
three months. Yeah. You have to remember, I'm Benjamin Buttonings. That's like (laughs) nine human years to me. Jeez. It's my birthday, and I am next door at a popular chain wing establishment with a bar. My friend Clara and another friend are getting drinks for my birthday. Clara leaves, and I turn to the other friend and say, Okay, now that she's gone, I can tell you how much I hate Scotty. He spread a rumor about me. Clara hates Scotty? No. OP. Okay. Okay. I heard the same thing. Clara got up and left. Okay, and then she's like, Scotty fucking sucks. Am I right, boys? But that's Clara's boyfriend, so she didn't want to say it in front of Clara. Who is at the table with them? Another friend that's not named. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Um, He spread a rumor about me. Unprompted, my friend said, oh, yeah, I remember hearing that you sucked Mark's dick for money. (laughs) But I knew that wasn't true. Furious that he didn't hold his up his end of the bargain, the next morning I called HR and I gave my friend Clara and the other's friends the other friend's name as witnesses, and he ended up getting fired. To be clear, I am not shitting on sex workers, but this is a rumor that one was not true, and two could have ruined my reputation with said customer or the company I worked for. So, I forgot this was a listener submission. I was about to just go fucking in. It's so juicy. Go in. Um, I think that was a fucking bullshit. Si- half save at the end there you clearly hold some resentment towards sex workers um but jesus yeah no i mean i don't think you're an asshole for getting them fired is it wild that i had the intuition to call him scotty and then he was just a fucking big old baby man at 29 spreading rumors like he's 29 you should be going by scott at that point right and then he's going by scotty and he's spreading rumors like that Yes, it is weird yeah, that you had fair. that intuition. Yeah, I just felt it. I, just, I bet like, if we did the clap challenge, I bet I could better. do it. Yeah. Yeah. What's up? If we did the, I'm just saying, if we did the clap challenge, I would be able to do it with no issue. With with who? Us or Scotty? Anyone. I have intuition. <laughs> and you can tell that he's making shit up by that little <laughs> curl in his smile. I don't. I literally don't know what you're talking about. Mm. I do enjoy the phrase. Uh, Use the step stool to make him look at my, my to ass. make him look at my ass. Which, I mean, what I a, probably ad libbed there. Do you want me to read the actual what sentence? What a forty chess move right there. <laughs> I would have never thought of like, I'm gonna step up a little bit so he has to look at my butt. I, I do enjoy making him do it. Climbed the step ladder in front of him to grab liquor so he got a look at my ass. Oh, okay. See now that makes more sense. It still seems like a a big brain move. I would have never thought about I th- that. I think that's pretty standard in the industry, Christian. Uh, that's probably why I'm not a bartender. Yeah, that's why. You know how to do all of the mixology and all that stuff? But I, yeah, I'm a, I have a, associates in mixology. Yeah, it's just your ass crack is too high and you don't know how to show it off. Uh, yeah, unfortunately. Also, you never have to use a step ladder. Yeah. Your ass is above point. counter level. <laughs> okay. It's still cute when you like get on your tiptoes and kind of lean forward a little bit, stick your butt out and just like... Oh, it's cute when he does it, but when I do it, I need to get a taller man to help me. (laughs) Okay, I understand. I understand. Very funny. uh, Somebody asked in our YouTube comment section how tall we all are, and all I did was I responded and said, Josh is 6'10". Yeah, don't worry. I went back and corrected the statement. How tall are you, Joshua? 4'10". I am a gentleman's (laughs) (laughs) 5'9". Which means, what, probably 5'6", actually? I'm 5'11 in my work boots. Okay. Hey, that's all that really counts. Mm-hmm. That's the only time anybody's ever going to see you is when you're at work wearing your work boots. Yeah. 
Does so. that mean you're going to start wearing your work boots around me so that you're one inch taller than me when I'm barefoot? <laughs> I know because I don't want to be crushed when it turns out I'm still shorter than you. <laughs> <laughs> I will cry. Um, you get, But I mean, like, I have low ceilings in my in my kitchen, which is where people walk in through. And you guys, every time you come into my house, I just am in awe. Yeah, I literally. You guys always look so tall. I love walking into your kitchen when I'm wearing like heeled boots. And it's you're just insane. Like, God damn it, Erica. It's insane. I don't know what it is about the kitchen. It's like optical illusion in there because I feel like a giant too. I walk in and I'm like, how do you live in this dollhouse? <laughs> to be fair though, our house has like 10 foot ceilings. Yeah. Mm. My dining room does. Let's go back to talking shit about Scotty. Fuck this guy, right? Oh yeah. This is what I mean. I love. I mean, I mean, it's very, very uh, cliche and like foreseeable. But the as long as you don't tell anybody else, and then like you know that rumors already through the whole say, fucking workplace. Here's the thing: he got fired. He didn't tell anybody else. Clara was spreading the rumors at that point. Could be. We think it's Scotty, but mm. it already got spread. So now, and like, maybe Scotty is just I get like. It. A semi-good guy. I was going to say a good guy, but like he wouldn't have spread the rumor to well, begin he with. He wouldn't go by guy. Scotty if he was a good guy. So, Unless it was like a, you tell your significant other everything and Clara was the one spreading everything. That's a good point. Mm. What, if we, she, what if Clara thought it was like, oh, ah, this is a funny joke. And everybody's like, yo, what? She was doing what to Mark? <laughs> yeah, I don't think we need to completely absolve Clara on this situation. I think we should give the man a pass. Mm. And more scrutiny to the woman. No, no, I think Josh might be on something. <laughs> if society has told us anything, is that men have it too hard when it comes to people assuming things. I gotta go. I can't do this anymore. Okay, bye. Well, we have probably at least 10 minutes of podcast left. Can you make it at least that long? Only if you apologize for that. For what? Exactly. <laughs> um... Listener, you got the short end of the stick. But at least you're getting $100 every time you fucking work. That's insane. Hell yeah. That dude's dropping $36,000 a year on tips. That's a pretty good deal. That is some uh, female privilege that I will own up to. Yeah. Especially like working in like the service industry or like uh, retail. I used just, to flirt my fucking ass off to get people to sign up for credit cards. Mm-hmm. Tricking filthy perverts into signing up for stuff or paying extra. Yep. And that's capitalism, baby. Yep. And then as soon as they sign on the dotted line, you pull out your commie tattoo. <laughs> <laughs> so when are we getting the tattoo? I'm not getting the word commie tattooed anywhere on my body. Oh, so you're not. Hmm. maybe com- once we reach a thousand patreons that's a pr- like i know we're not anywhere near that but i feel like that's a pretty low number to set a <laughs> tattoo at yeah especially one that says commie across your chest oh i'm not gonna put it on my chest oh put it on my ass cheek or something with your asshole as the o so it's off centered <laughs> no well my the way my ass cheeks work <laughs> Oh unfortunately it's, a, it's actually straight down the middle i have scoliosis of the ass <laughs> the very last vertebrae is just way out there you guys my tailbone spells the word coccyx with itself <laughs> That's how crooked it is. all right cool let's get out of here guys thank you for listening if you enjoyed the episode erica where can they find more of us at 
you can find us on TikTok, on Instagram, if it's still working by the time this comes out, um, and Twitter, which has always worked, because Twitter. Because <laughs> obviously. And we're also on YouTube and Patreon and probably some other websites. Just fucking Google it, you guys. If, if you've been listening this far, you already know the deal. We are big enough to where if you Google Judgy's Pod, we do show up. We do show up. Oh, hell yeah. Speaking um, of showing up, here's my dog. That's at Judgy's Pod. J-U-D-G-I-E-S Pod. And if you got a story that's just so juicy you need to submit it, send that over to Pod at gmail.com. And guys, if you want, come back next week. Leave a like. Leave a review. Apple Podcasts. We would love that. See you next week, guys. Bye. Okay, bye. bye. truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.